Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. We might say in street vernacular, don't trip. Just chill. It's going to be okay. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed. The son of perdition. Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped. So that he as God stood in the temple of God showed himself that he is God. This is talking about the Antichrist. Uh, setting himself up uh, in the middle of that seven year tribulation and sitting upon the throne in the temple and saying I'm God now I want you to worship me Uh, and it says in verse number 5 remember ye not that when I was yet with you I told you these things and now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time so there's going to be a day in which that Son of perdition of the Antichrist is going to be revealed. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. The mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Talking about the church and how as long as the church is on the scene, the Antichrist cannot reveal himself. And then shall that wicked be revealed. So once the rapture of the church takes place, amen, that son of perdition is going to make his grand entrance onto the world scene. Amen. I, I for one, certainly do not want to be here when that happens. Uh, who, and then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. So this uh, Antichrist is going to have power. He's going to be performing signs. There's going to be wonders. People are going to be deceived, amen, by the actions of this son of perdition. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Hallelujah. If there's one thing you get in your heart tonight... You get in your heart a radical love for apostolic truth and for the doctrine of the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. In other words, God gets tired of trying to to reveal himself and trying to work with you until finally God says, Okay, if that's what you want, then that's what you can have. Here's a delusion that you would believe the lie. Verse number 12 says that they all might be damned who believed not the truth. They didn't believe the truth, but they had pleasure and unrighteousness. Just a few more verses. Bear with me tonight. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord. Because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. 
whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. And here's where I'd like to draw your attention tonight. Verse number 15. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Therefore, brethren, stand fast. Amen. And hold the traditions which ye have been taught. Amen. I say tonight to the Abundant Life Center and to the Apostolic Church, even at large that may or may not be watching, it's time to stand fast and hold, amen, the traditions which ye have been taught by the word of the Lord today. And I want to preach just for a few moments tonight on this simple thought. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. Amen. Would you lift up your voice and would you worship the Lord and ask him to speak to your heart tonight. God, we're praying tonight on this beautiful summer evening in the San Joaquin Valley, right here in the Abundant Life Center of Lathrop, the most beautiful church in the land, the people of God, the apple of your eye tonight. We pray you would speak to our hearts. You would anoint your servant. Use us, Lord. For your glory and for your honor today. Hallelujah. We will not fail to give you glory and honor. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Amen. I want you to shout that out with me. Stand on the word. One, two, three. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. To stand is to be fixed. Or to be steady. It is not to vacillate. Or to shift positions. Amen. His mind. uh, The mind of the individual who is standing. Is a mind that is unmoved. But that has been uh, placed in a certain position. And says I will stand my ground. Because what I stand for in my heart. Amen. I have conviction. Amen. From the word of the Lord. And from the spirit of God in my life. That what I'm standing for is worth standing for. Amen. I've seen in the word of God. And I've experienced it in my heart. That there are things worth standing for. There are things worth fighting for to the world it might seem insignificant to the world it might seem like it's not worth fighting for amen but to that man or to the woman amen who's who's fought for this this ground and, and fought for this land and fought for this territory and sought God to get where we are today and the enemy wants to come in and steal from the church what you and I have fought for it's time for you and I to stand our ground and say I shall not be moved hallelujah I shall not be moved tonight Hallelujah. Many a people throughout history have taken stands, amen, for their convictions, for what they felt in their heart 
of hearts tonight. We could start with the oldest and work our way to the, the latest. Amen. The first of which was the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the Bible uh, tells us throughout Leviticus and the Old Testament and the Law and the Prophets that it said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. You're not to bow down to any man. You're not to bow down to any graven image. No matter what. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knew that word of God in their hearts. They had memorized the Pentateuch from their youth. They had memorized the first five books of the Bible from their youth. That law, that word was in their heart. But there came a day, the Bible says in the book of Daniel, I believe chapter number 3, amen, when the king Nebuchadnezzar said, I want all the people in the world to come together and uh, uh, we're going to have a, a concert. We're going to have a party and uh, we're going to have the musicians begin to play. And I want to give you clear instructions uh, on this day. The king would, say, would tell the people, when you begin to hear the musicians and the band begin to play and the world begins to play her song, Amen. When you begin to hear the world play their song, you are to get on bending knee. You are to bow down to the gods of this world. Amen. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, their minds begin to go back to Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse number 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, not half your heart, not three quarters of your heart, but all of your heart. And they said, sorry, King Nebuchadnezzar, uh, the God of heaven, Jehovah, amen, Yahweh, Elohim, he's got all of my heart. And I'm sorry, Mr. King, but there's no room in my heart for you. Because my heart has been given over completely to the gods of my forefathers. And and also now my God. And so the Bible tells us in Daniel chapter number 3 that Nebuchadnezzar gave the cue to the musicians. And they began to play their song. And everybody in the world, in the country, in the nation began to fall on bending knee before Nebuchadnezzar. And I wonder what it was like, Brother Nathan. I said, God, I hope nobody sees me right now. Woo! I hope nobody sees me. Jesus, let them pass over me. But the Bible says that the people saw them. They said, why are you still in church tonight? Why are you still standing? Why are you still not bowing down to the gods and the mandates of this world? Hallelujah. But uh, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, amen, the Bible says that they received a summons from the king. And the king said, is it true, uh, young children, that you're not bowing down? And they said, we're not even careful to answer you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Because our God has instructed us not to bow down to you or to any other man or woman or idol. Amen. But to preserve our worship for him alone. Hallelujah. Mr. King, even if you do it one once more, twice more, we're still not going to bow. And furthermore, Mr. King, if our God does not deliver us, we're still not going to bow down. Hallelujah. The Bible says because of those uh, uh, three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that stood when everybody else bowed because they stood. Amen. There was a decree. There was a, a decree in the land. And they began to turn the hearts of the people back to God. And they began to allow people to worship the one true God. But we continue on in our Bible. We read about the prophet Daniel himself. The Bible says that Daniel was a man of prayer, consistent, everyday prayer. Amen. And the Bible says that there were those in the land that sought to take Daniel uh, out of the uh, uh, climbing the ladder from to, to being the second in command over all of Babylon. And the Bible says that they devised a plan that if any man pray, if any man prayed to anybody other than the king for 30 days, that man would be cast into a den of lions and would subsequently be devoured. But Daniel said, I'm sorry, the things that you're asking me to do, they go against the Bible. They go against the law of God. They go against the word of God. And so Daniel said, sorry, I'm not going to hide it. I'm going to open my window as at other times. And I'm going to pray. And I'm going to stand. And I'm going to lift my voice and say, no matter what the world says, I will stand for what I believe is right. Hallelujah. Daniel stood. Daniel stood and he prayed. He prayed. I'm sorry tonight, but I ought to obey God rather than man. You see, Brother Paul, Mom and Dad put this book in our hearts as kids. He said, this is the thing you live by. Sister Cheetah, you probably taught your boys what this Bible says. You live by and you obey. If it costs you everything, you stand on the word. Daniel stood on the word, said, sorry. Sorry, Darius. I can't do what you're asking. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Sorry, King Nebuchadnezzar. Can't do it. Oh, I've got to abide by the word of the Lord. I know there would be ways to be able to justify and say, well, I'll just, uh, I'll kind of hunker down a little bit. I, I won't put my knee on the ground. I'll just hunker down. Nobody sees me. Amen. But, uh, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, sorry. I've got to stand. I'm not going to even bend my leg. It's going to be straight. Straight up and down. I'm standing on the word of God. And as we know from the, the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that as they took a stand, Brother Noah, for what they believed was right, when it came time amen, to go through the fire, they were not standing by themselves, but there was a fourth man like
to the Son of God that stood with them in the fire. They said, if you're going to go to the fire, I'm going with you. I'll stand right beside you. You will walk, amen, in the company of angels. You'll walk in the company of angels. It wasn't just Daniel that stood. Folks that changed history. History tells us of a man by the name of Telemachus who as Nero and others were feeding the Christians to the lions in the Colosseums. History tells us that there was a man named Telemachus that stood up as all the people filled the Colosseum and for their enjoyment and for the entertainment watched the Christians be killed by lions. The history tells us that Telemachus stood up and as one, uh, one writer said, Telemachus stood up and said, This makes me sick! And began to walk out. He got the attention of everybody in that Colosseum and everybody in the known world, including the, the rule of the time. And because of Telemachus' stand against popular opinion that Christians should be killed. Telemachus stood and because of his stand the killing of Christians in the public arena ceased from that day forward because one man said this is enough. This is enough. American history tells us of a, a beautiful Uh, courageous and most eloquent, powerful woman by the name of Rosa Parks that one day stood at a bus stop in the south and as a bus pulled up to that stop where she was standing, instead of Rosa Parks walking to the back of the bus like every other person of her other color, of the color of her skin, Rosa Parks, amen, parked herself in the front row of that bus and said, I will not be moved. Amen. I believe that I am equal in the eyes of God. And because of somebody like Rosa Parks who said, I shall not be moved. Amen. God stood with her and the civil rights movement began to explode as people stood behind her. Her act of courageousness and 
Company and said we refuse to take the back seat anymore. Hallelujah. It takes guts. It takes boldness. It takes courage. American history would continue to tell us uh, about a, a pre- one of our greatest presidents, Abraham Lincoln, a man who who uh, led the fight of the Civil War. And there's lots of things going on in our world today about monuments and things of that nature. But it was Abraham Lincoln that fought for the emancipation of every slave in this country. And they, they fought a bloody battle. Amen. Abraham Lincoln paid his life. Amen. For the freedom of every person of color. Amen. He paid a radical price. Amen. But because of these types of individuals, there is freedom in this country today. Yes. Taking a stand for what's right. Growing up in a Christian home, my mother always played music for prayer time. One of those groups that played and sang was the Magruders. And I think we had almost all of their tapes, albums. They just, we may have missed a few because they just kept recording so much. But I remember Sister Priscilla Magruder. And hearing, hearing about that later in the years of her life, she was diagnosed with, I think, breast cancer. And the doctors had given her just a short time to live. And I remember hearing her testimony um, on that dark, dreadful night of her life. As she lay awake in pain, couldn't sleep, that sister Priscilla Magruder grabbed her Bible. She put it on the floor and she stood, both feet, and tears began to stream down her face. And she said, God, I'm standing on the word of God today. You gave me a promise. Yes, you would see me through. She took off her shoes, stepped on her Bible, both feet on the Bible, and began to pray and cry. And God turned her situation around. God healed her in that moment. God touched her life, her body. There is something about a person, a man, or a woman with conviction who stands on the Word. And says, God, I told a friend this week, Brother Josh, I said, I don't know what to do. But all I know to do is to stand the word. All I know to do, Sister Nancy, is stand on this word. Because this Bible is unchanging. This Bible doesn't shift. There's no vacillating in the mind of God. Uh, when he, the Bible says that uh, heaven and earth shall pass away. But my words shall never pass away. Everything else will change. But this word will never change. Hebrews 10 and 25 will always be there in the scriptures. Put that scripture on the screen, would you, Sister Gina? Hebrews 10 and 25. 
His word doesn't change. I didn't write that. I'm sorry. I didn't write it. If I wrote it, I might be tempted to change it. Because it would be more convenient. But the Bible says, so much the more. As you see the day approaching. So much the more. As you see the day approaching. I cannot comply. Anymore. In the fear of God. With mandates to close this church. I have a higher authority. It's the word of God. Galatians 5 and 1, stand fast, therefore. Philippians 4 and 1, therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, long for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord. Ephesians 6 and 13 through 14, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. Stand therefore, stand on the word of God tonight, stand on his promises, stand on the unchanged word of God, it will not change, it's still the word of God, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words shall never, they shall never, they shall never pass away. If you won't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Hallelujah. Don't stand by. Stand up and stand out. But by all means, stand on the word. Stand on the word of God. Stand on the word of God. Stand on the word of God. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. This this church has been likened throughout the ages to that proverbial lighthouse. At no time in the course of the day or the night does the lighthouse stop that light from turning, that beam from going out. No matter what happens, there must be a lighthouse upon the rocks of sin. Amen. That gives you a new direction. There must be a lighthouse. Amen. The doors of this church will forever be open for the soul that's been dashed upon the rocks of sin. That the soul, amen, might find answers. My kind Jesus. Hallelujah. I would hate to be on the ship on the storms of life and find out brother Noah they stopped the lighthouse from working and it caused me sudden death 
I would to God that this church lift up her voice and pray aloud and cry out to Jesus. I'll stand. I'll stand on the word of God. I'll stand. I'll stand on the word of the Lord. When I've got nothing else to fall back on, when my back's against the wall and I'm between the proverbial rock place, rock in a hard place, I'll stand on the word of God. When I don't have all the answers and all I've got, Bishop, is the word, I'll stand on the word of God. Changing word of God. I'll stand on the word. I'll stand on the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The world, amen, and all of Babylon wanted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to just bow their knee and fall. Amen. Just one time for the music. You can repent later. You can make it right with God later. But these boys, their mind, their mind went back to Deuteronomy 6 and 4. (laughs) He said, I can't get it out of me. I'm sorry. My daddy, my grandpa, my great-grandpa, they preached it so hard into my heart, Brother Nathan. I can't get it out of my heart. No matter where I go, no matter what I do, I can never forget Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Amen. I can't forget it. I can't forget it. I can't forget it. I can't forget it. And I'm here tonight to tell you, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some yes, is. Yes. <laughs> Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. <laughs> Come on, speak it out, somebody.
Come on, lift up your voice here tonight. Lift up your voice here tonight. We stand on the word tonight. The unchanged word of God tonight. Hallelujah, the Lord is coming back tonight for a church that has made herself ready tonight. Amen. Any time that royalty or presidential individuals or high-ranking political leaders are ready to come into a particular room, everybody in that room that is waiting upon them begins to stand to attention. Amen. In honor of the king or the royalty, they stand to the attention. Amen. Allow me to say it like this tonight. Jesus is fixing to take his church out of this world and as he's making his way to this world as he's ready to come in and take for himself a church a people called by his name may he find a group of people standing at attention and saying God I'm standing I'm not bowing the knee I'm not buckling my knee I'm standing on the word of God Let's pray tonight. If you're in your homes tonight, join with us in prayer. Help us pray tonight. Help us pray tonight. Come on, would you help us pray tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
myself tonight. Jesus, I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll say whatever you want me to say tonight. I'll say it, God. I'll do it. Ruth. Ruth. Your God will be my God. Wherever you go, I'll go. Your God will be my God. give myself to you. <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad, you put this word in my heart and I can't ever get rid of it. Sorry, Pastor. Sorry, Bishop. You drove this nail deep into my spirit. I can never shake myself from it. When it's inconvenient, because I give myself to you. And I give myself away. I give myself away. I give myself away. I pray the blood of Jesus upon our church tonight. I pray the blood of Jesus upon every family, every individual of our church. God, as the pastor, as the shepherd you've put over this flock, I pray the blood of Jesus to cover every man, woman, boy, girl, every family, every household, every individual that comes to this church. I pray the blood of Jesus upon their lives. Keep them, God. Keep them, Lord, from any viral infections. Keep them, Lord, against the hand of the enemy tonight. Keep them. And beyond viruses, God, let their faith stand sure, resolute in your word tonight. Let their faith stand in you tonight. Our faith stands firm tonight, Lord.